We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson, the Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Saints of God, it's a good time to be in the family of God. That's because God is opening doors of opportunity for the family of God. Doors that the book of Revelation tells us no man can shut. But although God opens doors for those of us who are His, we can still choose not to walk through the doors that God has opened for His. And if we don't, then we won't benefit from all the wonderful things that God has opened the door for us to enjoy and to do. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, for us to learn to walk through the doors that God opens for me and you so that we can receive and achieve everything that God has prepared and waiting for me and you and not miss out on a single thing that God has in store for us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. If you got your Bible with you, I invite you to turn to Revelations chapter 3. Revelations chapter 3, as we uh, attempt once again to, you know, bring to a close the teaching that we've been doing for a little while now. Uh, and that is walking in, uh, walking through your open door, walking through your open door. Because God has opened a door for each and every one of us. Your father has opened a door for you that he wants you to walk through. And of course, just like anything else that you do in life, it's a learned behavior. So you need to learn what to do and how to conduct yourself so that you can be able to maximize the things that God wants you to realize in the midst of your life. God wants you to realize awesome things in your life. He wants you to realize awesome and tremendous things in the midst of your life. But in order to do so, you must walk the way he wants you to walk into the doors that he has opened for you. And that's a good thing, too. Hopefully you've been being blessed by this teaching uh, thus far of walking through your open door. And if not, well, praise God, I've had a ball giving it to you. Praise God. You know, get saved. Listen to it again. I bet you you'll like it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Turn to Revelations chapter 3 as we uh, um, uh, attempt to finish out this last part that we've been working on. Because the last part we've been working on is, is quite as one of the most important parts uh, in opportunities, I should say, that's available to you. And that's an open door for family and friends an open door for family and friends because God wants to cause a restoration to be able to occur in the midst of families. And he wants a restoration to be able to occur in the midst of friends. He wants uh, the relationship and the fellowship that is enjoyed through the relationship of family and friends to be maximized so that he can uh, have the full opportunity to step into the fullness of the things that God has in store for each and every one of us. Uh, But yet at the same time, Satan knows what God desires. And at the same time, he's going to do everything he can to be able to put out your fire. 
your desire to be able to move forward into the awesome things that God has in store for you in the way that God wants you to do it. Because he knows if you change the way you walk into the things that God has in store for you, you will never walk into the things he has in store for you. And so I would have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to say to you today. He's going to help you a lot. If you not, were not here for the past few weeks, uh, I'm not going to ask you where you was, but I'm going to say this is what you ought to do after this service is over, and that's go get the CDs from the last two parts of this, because this is part three of this. Because this is tremendous information, awesome information to be able to help you move forward into full and total, complete manifestation. Because Satan operates the same way every day with everybody. And that's to be able to cause strife and confusion to be able to uh, enter into the midst of relationships in such a way where you never get a chance to walk into the fullness of the things that God has in store for you. But God is making, is repairing the breach. God is sharing uh, information so that you can reach out and receive all the awesome things that God has in store for you. And included in that is friends and family. Revelations chapter three. We'll start reading at verse six. It says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches and to the angel of the church of Philadelphia. Right. These things saith he that is holy. He that is true. He that hath the key of David. He that openeth and no man shutteth and shutteth and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength and hast kept my word and has not denied my name. Look at who he said, who he's talking to. He's talking to us. We're the people who fill out and, 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 and that he's describing in this last part right here. We're people who have not denied his name. We all know we have not denied his name. We know that that name that we've received is, is, comes from the father of lights in whom there is no variableness, nor a shadow of turning. He is the one who is the father of us because we've received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And because we've received that name, that name that is above every name in heaven and in earth, that name that causes demons to tremble and us to resemble the awesome God that created us and gave us that name, recreated us and gave us that name. We've got a name that's above every name. We know that it's bigger than cancer, it's bigger than poverty, it's bigger than sickness, it's bigger than than sickle cell is bigger than anything else the devil can tell. It's bigger than everything and we've held on to that name and we refuse to deny that name. When people were mocking us, sneering us, laughing at us and joking at us, joking uh, uh, yeah, toward us, then we refuse to let loose, loose of that name because we know that that name was the one that was given unto us and that name is Jesus. And we've held on and we've held on to the name of the Lord and we will not let it go. And because of that, God says, I see your works. He also says that you've kept my word held fast to it and not let it go, not fumble it and drop it because of all the stuff that's happening to you and the things that have been occurring to you. Because many of us have received promises from God that uh, are still waiting to be manifested, but we've held fast to his word and not let it go. We know that himself became poor so that we could become rich. And although we might not have two nickels to rub together right now, we have not let go of that word. We have not got discouraged. We have not got disgusted. We ain't busted. We know that God's going to come through because he said he would do. And we're going to hold on to that word. We know that we're going to be healed from head to toe because he said he's already received stripes on his back so that we can be healed. And although I might not see straight, walk straight and be able to sit up straight, but I know that soon, soon enough, God's going to straighten everything out for me. Why? Because he is a healer and everything that he said he will do, he will do because no word of God is void of power, but it will accomplish everything that God sends it to do. And it will accomplish the thing that pleases him too. And he says he wishes above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as his soul prospers because he gets no greater joy than find out that you're walking in his truth. 
He said he delights in the prosperity of his servant. And so since that's the case, and we know he's going to come through and do everything he said he's going to do. We don't care what circumstances and situations look like. We don't care how things look like they're getting worse all around us. We don't, you can enter in with an amen at any time. We don't care whether all this stuff is going on. We know God's word is true and God's going to do what he said he's going to do. That's why we hold on to it and we'll not let go because we know that God's going to bless me. We know that God's going to come through for me. We know that God is going to heal us. We know God's going to provide for us. We know God's going to make a way out of no way. Are you listening to me? And he's even going to fill our mouths with the word to say. We're going to know what to do. We're going to have it because God's word is true and we're going to hold on to it. Let the church say amen. And not only do we have we held on to his word, but we also have a little strength. Don't get too caught up on that word little. Focus more on the word strength. Because you got strength. Because it doesn't matter whether you got a little or a lot. As long as you got what's necessary to be, be able to get through, then you're going to be able to get through. And we already heard the worship team so eloquently and so beautifully put it. And that as he is the strength of my life. And because God is the strength of our life, we can be able to make it through. We should have been gone a long time ago. We should have been out of the game a long time ago. We should have been all broke down, but busted and disgusted, sick, dying real quick. We should have been toe up from the flow up. We should have been messed up a long time ago, but we still stand it. But by the grace of God. Why is that? Because God is our strength. And only a little strength is all that's necessary to be able to make it through. You don't need a lot of strength. You only need a little strength to be able to make it through. And God is the one that's been carrying you through. And because of that, God wants you to know that I've opened a door for you that can't no man shut. That's good news. Nobody can shut this door. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what they said. I don't care if they say your chances are dead. God says, if I open the door for you, can't nobody close it. But you can choose not to walk through it. Although nobody can close it, you can choose to not walk through it. And unfortunately, brothers and sisters, many people are doing just that. Although God has opened doors for each and every one of us, we're choosing not to walk through it. One of the reasons why we normally choose not to walk through it is because Satan has showed us something. We've experienced something. He's demonstrated something before our very eye. He's came and spoke something into our ear or showed us some foolishness that's near, causing us to be able to then be able to respond to that rather than to respond to God. Unfortunately, although everybody that receives Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior claims him to be their Lord, unfortunately, situations and circumstances end up becoming our Lord's because they tell us what we can do. They tell us where we can go. They tell us what we can have, what we can achieve, what we can accomplish based upon what's going on around us. But God says he wants to restore lordship back to himself in the midst of our lives so that the circumstances and situations will no longer tell us what to do, but we'll be able to do despite what's going on around me and you. It's going to get good after here. Praise God. Turn over to Mark chapter 11. Because God wants you to learn some things to be able to step into the thing that God has in store for you. Well, we already learned that there's an open door for your family and friends. We've already ascertained uh, with a 100% unanimous vote Every single person that goes to move forward into the things that God has in store for them, circumstances and situation raise up around them, around people. And it's usually tied to family and friends because Satan always pulls the same thing because it keeps on working. Why would he change the play if it keeps on working? Turn, we're in Mark chapter 11. We hit this last time. We're just going to touch upon it before we move on. In verse 22, of course, uh, this uh, passage of scripture right here is following a discourse Whereas Jesus uh, had spoken to a fig tree and told that fig tree dry up, uh, excuse me, told it no man shall eat fruit of thee hereafter. No man shall eat fruit of thee hereafter. And less than 24 hours later, 
when the disciples came back fire stair with Jesus, they brought back to Jesus' remembrance when they looked over at the fig tree and saw it dried up from the root. And they said, you know, they was tripping out because the words that Jesus spoke came true so fast. Do you know it don't take God long when you're walking in the power of God? It won't take you long when you're walking in the power of God. But there's things that you need to know to be able to walk in the power of God. There's things that you need to do to be able to walk in that level of power of God. Because many of us are speaking the stuff and it don't change ever. Praise God. But God wants it to be in such a way where when you speak the stuff, it'll happen. That when you speak his words out of your mouth, it will happen. And that nothing will be able to stop you from moving forward into the things that God has in store for you. So when they brought this thing back to Jesus' remembrance and said, man, look at the fig tree. It's dried up just like you said. He answers them this way. In verse 22, Jesus answered and said unto them, have faith in God. We already learned that 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 phrase in the literal Greek is have the faith of God. Have the faith of God. Because if you use the faith that God uses, then you're going to have the uh, achievements and accomplishments that God has. When you use the faith that God uses, you will have the achievements and accomplishments that God has. If you use the same stuff, you'll get the same results. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But then he then escalates this thing in verse 23 and says, for verily, which means show enough, show enough, I ain't playing, which means I ain't bluffing, I ain't lying, I ain't fluffing, I ain't conning you, I ain't pulling your leg, I ain't trying to run no game on you. I'm bringing it straight down the middle of what it is I'm about to say. I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, the reason why I use the word this is because he didn't say a mountain. If it was a mountain, then they could have said it was theoretical, homiletical, you know, hermeneutical. It could have been, you know, just a, he was postulating that perhaps the, the, if, if there were such a mountain. But no, he was not postulating if there was such a mountain. He said this mountain right here, this one right there. It was a real mountain right there. He said for that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Pause button. He's saying, look, that if you have the faith of God and you speak to a mountain and tell it to move and you don't doubt in your heart that whatsoever you say shall come to pass, then you're going to have whatsoever you say it. Which means that mountain will do a swan dive over there in that lake if you tell it to. It'll do a full gainer with a half twist. Tends to be raised up all over the place because it dove just like you told it to dove. That's if you've got the faith of God. That's why it's so important for us to have the faith of God. That's what he was talking about when he was talking about that you've held fast to my name because there's faith in the name. That's what he was talking about is that you held fast to my word because it is the word of faith. And that's the reason why he said that, uh, uh, that you've got a little strength because it's the word of God that will give you the necessary strength to be able to move forward, move you forward to do what it is that God has called you to do. He said, but if you got that, if you have that, I'm, I'm anointing, if you have that, you'll begin to be able to do what it is that it'll do what it is you say. Now, I don't know. I was there. I was there. You know, always read the Bible like you was there. I was there. And I was there. And I saw the disciples when he said it. I looked over at their eyes when they said it. I even heard what they had to say. Y'all want to know what they had to say? Y'all don't want to hear what they had to say. You want to hear what they had to say? They said, say what? In fact, help me remember like I was there. So when I get ready to read this, y'all going to say, say what? In practice. Say what? Okay, here we go. And so they was already tripping over the fact that the fig tree had, had, went, had, had, went up at the roots. And they said, gee, look at the fig tree. It dried up just like you said. And Jesus answered them and said, have faith in God. For, for verily I say unto you, <laughs> that whosoever, could you stand over here and cue her for me, please? Praise God. <laughs> for, whoso, <laughs> for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but... 
uh, shall believe those things that he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Yeah, that's what they did. And then he went on after that and said, therefore, I say unto you that because I said that, this is what I'm saying. What things soever ye desire is getting personal. When ye pray, uh oh, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. That was their answer the second time too, just like the first time. First time they was tripping out already. They said you was talking about anybody, anybody can do it, can speak to a mountain. But see, it's one thing when anybody can do it, but what about for you to do it? See, when it gets personal, it's a whole nother world. Because see, anyway, we can accept that anybody in America can be rich. Anybody in America, this is the land of promise. This is, this is the, the land of opportunity. In America, sure enough, everybody can be rich. But what happens when it comes down to you? Do you believe it can happen for you? See, that's a whole nother world. Jesus put it generally at first, wants you to know that everybody, whosoever, black, white, male, female, Hispanic, oriental, whether you're ugly, whether you're good looking, praise God, no matter who you are, whether you got an education or no education whatsoever, whether or not you know the language, don't know the language, whether you know everything to do, don't know everything to do, whether you did everything right, did everything wrong, whosoever shall say unto that mountain, be thou picked up and be thou removed and cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart that whatsoever he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith and they said. And then he said, hey, and you, if you say, if you believe, you, 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 I can see him walk around putting his finger on everybody's faces and they wasn't like slapping it down either. They were like, who, me? Yeah, you, if you Say unto that, if you believe that whatsoever you say shall come to pass, then you'll have whatsoever you saith. But see, most folks stop right there. And then we run, woo, and shout, woo, and dance all about. We like, do, 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 do. That's when the, the bump music kick in and stuff. Hey, you know, and that's when the organ, mm, 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 do, 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 do. and we like, woo, Sit back down, because he ain't finished talking. Because there's another and that follows that one. And that and, well, let's, let's, let's get back in rhythm. If you speak to the mountain, the mountain will move. And whatever you desire, when you pray, believe it and you'll receive it. And when you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything with any any person. Yeah, that's usually the answer that follow that one too. Because the first two say what's was like exciting. Say what? Say what? And then he say, and when you pray, forgive. Say what? <laughs> That's what most people would do when they get to chat. When God say, I ain't finished telling you a powerful revelation. Because before you can even start talking about throwing mountains all over the place, before you can start talking about speaking the mountains and they move, Let's first move this mountain of unbelief, and excuse me, this mountain of unforgiveness that's on the inside of you. Because before we start talking about moving the mountain outside, let's move the mountain inside. Because for most of us, dare I say all of us, there are mountains of unforgiveness on the inside of us where folk have done stuff to us, where folk have messed us, messed over us, hurt us, disappointed us, lied to us, Cheated on us. As good as I've been to you, as kind as I was to you, as faithful as I was to you, 
When folk was hitting on me all over the place and I wouldn't say nothing to them and I find out you in half the folk beds. When I would loan you money, when nobody else would loan you money. And you play me like this. When I'm kind to you, speak to you. And you treat me like this, play me like I'm a fool. Walk on me like I'm a doormat. I opened my heart up to you and you played me like that. I opened my life up to you, my house up to you and you treat me like that. Oh, see, oh, see, oh, oh, see, oh, see, you don't, you don't, you don't, you know. And not, and then God said, before you start throwing mountains all over the place, before you start believing God for all these awesome manifestations in the midst of your life for all these things. God said, if ye have ought, ought, that word ought is old English for anything. Anything. I mean, if you got any problem with anybody, no, see, oh, God couldn't be talking about anybody. Because, <laughs> you don't know what my wife did for me. You, you don't know how my husband played me. You don't know. You what, Lord, you don't know. You wasn't there. I know you see everything, but you didn't see that one. <laughs> no, you know everything, but you don't know that one. <laughs> you don't know what they did to me, man. You don't know. I mean, I mean, this is like the fittest, 15, 15, 50, 16 time. <laughs> you know, you know, when you hit real hard, numbers is all jumbled up to it. They're the fittest, fitting, fitting time. The Dan did me like this. And I, and, I, and I was kind to him. I took him from nowhere and caused him to be something. I financed their education. I supported them. I, I, I'd watch the kids while they out there in the streets. And then I found out they ain't only in the streets, but they in somebody's bed. You expect me to forget that too? Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, he does. Because see, what you need to understand is the full scheme of what's happening. God knows that there's one thing that will keep you from moving forward into the awesome opportunity that he has in store for you. He knows, Satan knows, that there's something that can keep you from moving forward. And Satan will always play that card in the midst of your life. That thing that you say you can't deal with. That thing you say you can't handle. That thing that you said that if it's ever happened, that's it. I mean, just forget it. That's it. God said, if you got anything against anybody, forgive them. Then let's go talking about speaking to these mountains. Then we start talking about all this faith you got. See, he's not. Can, can I go there? We talked about it last week, but I just got to touch it again. This forgiveness is not tied to your throwing mountains around. This forgiveness is tied to your half faith in God. Because forgiveness is a function of faith. Forgiveness is a function of faith. Just like you do everything else in God by faith, you forgive by faith. Trusting in God. Having confidence in God. Putting your reliance in God. And then here's where you get a chance to find out that he is the source of your strength. That he is the strength of your life. That this is where we get the opportunity to be able to separate ourselves from the world 
and be different than everybody else because the world can't do what God is asking you to do. They can't do it. And if we're worldly, we can't do it either. But if we're godly, we can do it. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Brothers and sisters, I hope that you're learning that it's true. God really has opened doors of opportunity for me and you. Doors that He opened so that we can walk through. Open doors that God wants us to walk through, but we can choose not to walk through. It's our choice. I hope that you're learning to choose to be one of the people who walk through the doors that God opened for me and you so that you can receive and achieve everything that God has in store for you. If you want to hear a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And to all the saints in San Antonio surrounding area, I've got something for you to do. We invite all of you to join us on Sunday evening for our Christmas musical at Word of Faith, where we'll celebrate the birth of the Christ child in song ministered by our anointed worship team. As Christmas approaches, it'll be good if we take our minds off the gifts that we need to buy and the ones that we hope others will buy for us and put our minds on the gift that God has already given us. Come on through as we set our focus for this Christmas season on that wonderful day when Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, was born. It starts at 6 o'clock p.m. sharp. It'll be followed with a wonderful reception in our fellowship hall. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. There's no charge, but a free will often will be taken. Now, make a point to be there and join this wonderful celebration of the birth of our Savior. Oh, come let us adore Him, Christ the Lord. It'll be good to see you and your family there. I look forward to seeing all of you Sunday evening at the Christmas Cantata at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.